remember my mum ringing me up one yeah. morning after seeing the episode the night before. She was like, Cassandra, you were a bit of a bitch last night. <laughs> and I was like, Ma, that was edited. That was not even say that. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. On today's episode, we have Cassandra Mamoni, who is an Australian jewellery designer well known for her timeless and unique designs. I am sure you would have saved one of her engagement rings and sent them to your boyfriend or girlfriend at one point in time. As well as being a super successful businesswoman with multiple studios around Australia, you will remember Cass from season seven of The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. She gives us a spill on what reality TV is really like and what actually goes on behind the scenes. Cassandra has a very holistic approach on life, follows a plant-based diet and is always mindfully moving and breathing. Today Cass will share with us how her way of living has supported her in business and in life. So welcome Cass. Thank you so much. Yay. What a beautiful intro. Of course you deserve it all. <laughs> Thank you. So to kick things off today let's jump right into the juicy stuff. Let's do it. Yeah and tell us what being on reality TV show is actually like. What goes on behind the scenes? Tell us about your experience on The Bachelor. Yeah. So, Bachelor in 2019 went on. It was it was a very interesting experience because yeah. I actually got invited to go on, to be interviewed, to go onto the show, so to audition. Wow. And at the time I thought, okay, why has this opportunity popped up? So mm. I'm very much a go-getter, as you would understand. You yeah. um, so I thought, okay, well, this is interesting. We'll see if something comes of this, e.g. Will love come from this? Yeah. Which is why most girls go on those shows. And then I thought, well, if that's not supposed to be, then I'm sure it will do great things to benefit the business course, or networking. Absolutely and whatnot and so auditioned got through got through the next round went on being on The Bachelor was very interesting. I'm in a household with 28 other girls mm. um, you're getting mic'd up for cocktail parties I don't drink cocktail parties everyone's yeah. drinking it, I think Australia when it actually aired I think some of Australia found that a little bit strange that yeah. I'm a woman in my 30s that doesn't drink. But the whole being on the show was a lot of fun, but I, you know, I grew up with two older brothers. Being mm. in a household with 28 girls was definitely a different experience yeah, for wow, me. Wow, that would be a lot Absolutely. to do with. <laughs> and, and these girls get so swept up so quickly, yeah. like, oh my gosh, does he like me? And you know, I was a little bit older than majority of them mm. where you know it's if he likes you or not like you know you kind of yeah. got to step through this process and hold your own ground yeah. whereas I think a lot of them would get quite emotional about things quite quickly like yeah. if they didn't get picked for a date and things like that whereas I kind of streamed through the entire experience yeah. and it was I found it really breezy which yeah, was great okay. when I got I don't know if you remember when I got off of the show so I was 12th to get off and it happened when Matt who was The Bachelor, um, brought on his friend Kate and she kind of chatted with, there were four of us on this mm. date, myself included. And I remember when it aired, we were sitting there, me and my girlfriends watching this episode and I was like, oh my God, I didn't say that. 
twice. They made oh it, my well, my exit, they made it seem like my business was the be all and end all. I didn't want kids until I was 42. Um, so it was really, it was really, really interesting the way they cut and edited it. And then you've got, you know, your trolls and people, people in Australia, you've got mm. people defending me and then you've got people going, oh, she didn't want kids until her 40s. And I remember t turning to my friends and going, oh my God, am I ever going to get a date again? Like a yeah. guy's not going to want to think like that I want to settle down. Um, so oh. that was a really interesting experience. And then when I got asked to go onto Paradise, yeah. I said no. Okay. So I said no twice. I received the phone call. It was a firm no. I received another phone call. It was no again. I knew Why that. Why did you say no? Um, I saw the little bit of editing that had happened in The Bachelor okay. for um, my exit. And yeah. And I saw the editing that had happened to other girls on the show. I got away pretty scot-free. Yeah, I feel like in The Bachelor with yeah. Matt, you... You I were just so grounded, yeah. really relaxed. Like I, I didn't see anything that I was like, I was like, look at her, she's so amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Like, no, yeah, absolutely. Which, which was good, I, but definitely I, a different experience in Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise. Right. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I always seem to think that our intuition tells us something, you know, and maybe I should have stuck to saying no, but yeah. went on to Paradise and um, it was a whole different ball game. The, I had so, so, so much fun in Fiji where it was filmed. But the editing, like when we watched it back, it was, it, one word for it was horrendous. Yeah. So, you know, before I went on the show, Veronica, who is one of my team members, yeah. she said to me, what's the worst that can happen? They can't edit you saying anything that you don't say. You don't say anything nasty. And lo and behold, we're watching the show and we're seeing how they've snipped words from different interviews to form sentences that I never said. Wow. So they were really trying to steer a narrative because I didn't end up with anyone on the show because I still held my ground, you know, yeah. um, I'm not going to settle for someone that's, you know, that I wasn't interested exactly. in essentially. And so they really were able to, like saying things like, I, and you could hear my voice. It you changes, could, yeah. the tone changes. Yeah. It was li you literally heard me saying, I'm better than Brittany. And it wow. was just so horrible to go, wow, like I've got a, I've got a already established business exactly. and this is the way they've now portrayed me. And how do I even defend myself? Exactly. How do you like, defend yourself to the world? Because people believe that. Yeah, they, people are believing that I said that. 100%. Um, yeah. So some people are obviously a lot smarter than that and yeah. are very clued in as to how reality TV works. They're there to get ratings mm. at the end of the day. And, and I was a big pawn in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, and from, you know, producers really befriending you as well and trying to steer you into yeah. choosing specific guys. Give your rose to this person. No, no, we think you're going to be great. Give your rose. And all the while when I watched it back, I was like, okay, they did that so it looked like I was cutting Britney's lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so there's a lot of things that... I don't regret anything because yeah. I feel like you grow through things and I Absolutely. made the friends that yeah. I made from there and mm. it was tough. Yeah. It was tough to come into my studio every day at work and, and keep going. Yeah. Oh, Cass, another bad Google review. Yeah, so my, did this affect your business? Like, well, yeah. it's really funny because I'm so positive and yeah, you are. the people that you know, I'm not even going to mention his name, but there was a guy on the show that he really, after 
after I had had like a small little date thing mm. with him, he went on to, and he exited the show and he went on the next day to say, in the media, to say bad things. And I didn't, I didn't dive into it. I didn't start a he said, she yeah. said. I just thought, I'm not going to bother with you because you were inappropriate in paradise. Yeah. You're inappropriate now. You're a liar, I thought to yeah. myself. And like, it's below me to try yeah. and get into an argument about exactly. this. So I didn't, so I feel like sometimes not bringing energy to situations that don't serve you is the best way to go about things. Absolutely. And the girls were really my rock. Like the mm. one thing I can say about the business is that it was just really bad Google reviews, fake, okay. fake, fake bad Google reviews. who were too invested in reality TV yeah. show that were trying to bring you Do down, you know what which I mean? is horrible. I, I kind of think who yeah. has the time? Uh, exactly. Who has the heart? Yeah, like, who can how, be bothered? Yeah, yeah. How, how angry are you inside yeah. that you don't know someone yeah. and you're believing what yeah. you, you're See. reading or seeing yeah. or whatnot um, that you go and do this. But that's probably as tough as it got in business, we still... I'm thankful that my business yeah. was already established exactly. that people knew me yeah. and they were like, yeah. you know, I had clients come in and say to me, oh, we've had people ask about you and one of, a couple of my clients, they were like, Cass is the nicest person. She hugs Literally. us when we come into the yeah. studio. Yeah. Like you don't know how she, like, how she really is. This is all just fake what we're seeing. I had friends stop watching because they just couldn't yeah. believe how much they'd... I um, remember seeing, I was online and I remember seeing just you know how people would make those stupid memes yeah. and, and I was disgusted because yeah. I knew you and like I don't know you incredibly well but I wow. know you well enough from the few times that I've met you to know that you yeah. are such a kind-hearted person you. that you would never do any of this and I got so angry <laughs> and then I was seeing these random people just comment and say yeah, yeah. and I'm I know like, are you people that invested in TV and that's it's horrible and yeah. uh, it's like Shame on you to the producers to do that to someone and Absolutely. put them in that position. It's just, and I think you know, I, The Bachelor is supposed to be about finding love, and you know, it's supposed to be a fun experience, and yeah. they just completely I, I don't think care. So they've steered so far yes. from that now yes. that it's about creating drama. Yes. And another friend of mine, she said the t same thing, and she said to me, she'd come down from Sydney and we caught up, and she said. Mm. Do you know why I think they did this to you? And I said, why? Like, what do you think? She goes, tall poppy syndrome. She mm. goes, there's a successful girl. She doesn't need a man. She yeah. didn't go along with the narrative. And I was like, that's a really interesting take yep. on it. And, yep. and she goes, you know, I remember the old bachelorettes and whatnot, Georgia Love season. They were really focused on love. Yeah. And now it's about the drama. Yes. So, yes. It's sad. I, I've stopped watching it because I agree. Yeah. It used to be about love and, you know, finding the person for you and all of those great things. And now every time I turn it on, it's just girls fighting. Yes, <laughs> yes. And girls getting so emotional over a guy that's dating all these other women. Yeah. And what kind of cre that's like, it creates crazy. so much toxicity yes, I for agree. us, you know. Yeah. It makes us look catty. It's yes. just, yeah. Not you girls at all. Absolutely. But... So it was interesting for sure. Okay. Well, um, yeah. yeah. It was, it was um, it, yeah, it was definitely a trying time because I am a positive person yeah. and, you know, I remember my mum ringing me up one yeah. morning after seeing the episode the night before. She was like, Cassandra, you were a bit of a bitch last night. <laughs> 
And I was like, Ma, that was edited. That wasn't I didn't me. even say that. You know, there was one part which was horrible. Like, I was oh, sick on you the... You were a bit of a bitch last yeah. night. That's brilliant. And, and she's like, oh, okay. You know, once I told her, I was like, Ma, that was all edited. Yeah. And, you know, I remember one, you know, one inf- interview in particular, they so gross but I was sick at the time and Mm. I coughed up and I and um and I was like I remember he he kind of said something do you want to like go go spit that out there and I kind of swallowed and went gross and they put that right after something about um one of the guys I'd been on a date with um like would you kiss him or something like that and they put (gasps) me saying gross right after a question or something like that to make it look like I'm this horrible person and I was like and I remember turning to the girls and going I'd like a loogie interesting what they can do and very eye-opening I mean I could talk about it all all day but it was so eye-opening that they could do that that's insane yeah so so interesting wow well thanks for giving us the insight (laughs) little bit of an inside scoop you don't a lot of people would just see it and think it's real and all of this you don't kind of know this side of it really yeah exactly and what is fascinating about it is they assign you a psychologist so they assign the whole the whole cast a psychologist and um so they create a problem and then they've got a psychologist to fix it to try and fix it but my the psychologist said to me um she goes Cass I don't even know how to help in this situation where the things that I'm trying to help on you haven't even done yeah she goes and she was from the UK and she goes they get heavy fines in the in the film industry if they edit to this level well that's what yeah. I thought would be the case but I not thought in they Australia wow yeah. I didn't think they would even be allowed to do that yeah you sign your life away when yeah, you sign wow. that contract pretty much yeah oh goodness mm. me so there you go well inside scoop yep (laughs) great (laughs) let's move on from reality tv and chat business because this is your strong point for sure you are the founder of cassandra moni jewelry which you started in 2013 where you launched your first fine jewelry collection since then your business has literally blown up and grown significantly which is amazing congratulations can you tell us about your journey and how you started and how it kept growing and yeah where you are now absolutely um you know when i first started the brand it was actually 2010 okay i was doing you know bridal jewelry putting it in shops that kind of thing you know had created the website the brand name and whatnot but as you said 2013 was when i released my um first fine jewelry collection so i almost see that as this real starting point of it um and because before releasing that collection I had clients coming to me via word of mouth just Mm. coming you know for an engagement ring and um, you know other kind of kinds of fine jewelry and in 2013 was when I said okay I need to release a collection and I need to make this phenomenal and whatnot and hadn't seen any rose gold around Mm. and so there was rose gold and champagne diamonds in this collection and it garnered a lot of attention from people and that's when people truly started going okay she does engagement rings we're going to see her so from there I think I got my first little studio in not O'Connell Street Melbourne Street it was and 
and it was amazing like the amount mm. of people I started seeing come through the door because before that they were just popping into my apartment <laughs> so wow. it was literally yeah. yeah creating engagement rings from, from home from home <laughs> and it's funny when we see some clients come yeah. through to our studio now I'm like oh guys if they hadn't met that yeah. person before I'm like this person actually came to me oh when goodness. I was working from my apartment wow. so um so now obviously we're on Hutt Street in Adelaide yeah. we've got a studio in Melbourne yeah. as well we've got international clients we've done international campaigns yeah. um, so the business has really gone from strength to strength we're an all-woman team um, and we have so much fun yeah. so yeah the journey has been quite an interesting one yeah. so have you always been interested in jewelry design is that yeah. something you've always wanted to do so it started as a hobby at yeah. school I yeah. was just making beaded jewelry for oh, friends and family yeah. I remember when I used to do yeah. that back in the day <laughs> So, yeah, I just continued yeah. doing that kind of thing. Good on you. <laughs> so I remember selling my first pair of earrings yeah. and I was like, $15. Yeah. And I remember being paid for that pair of earrings and going, wow. I can make money Yes, yeah. exactly. Wow. And so, and so that's really where it started. And, you know, when I was about to finish high school, my mum's words to me were, Cassandra, mm. whatever you do, I want you to get a degree. Okay. And I was like, okay. And you know how they give you that yeah. book? They give you that big book where you've yeah. got to make your decision yeah, on what right you want to be. In there. Exactly. Yeah. And you've got yeah. to choose what you want to study. Yeah. And so funny enough, I see a Bachelor of Visual Arts and Applied Design mm. major could be jewellery. Yeah. And so that's what I studied. It was a three-year um, course and I got my degree at the end. I wore that and little so you hat made when mum I graduated. Happy. Yeah. I made <laughs> mum happy. And then I went, went straight into the field and... Um, started working for someone in in jewelry manufacturing and yeah. then you know day in and day out I was kind of doing the same thing I was in quality control yeah and I just thought okay I'm worth more than this I need yeah. to be doing more than this I'm too creative so um basically from there I, I set up my business quite slowly yeah and you know I've got friends that were I never I never gained capital so I never took yeah. out a loan for the business or anything yeah. like that. I just did everything step by step. Okay. Save enough money, create yeah. a website. Yeah. Slowly work on my first collection. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I've got a first collection. Let's try and sell pieces to get a little bit more money back into the business. Yeah. It was kind of very gradual yeah. um, steps for me until it just boomed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What, was there one thing that made you boom? Or it's really interesting. Was there one collection that was like, oh my God, this is really doing well? Yeah. So I yeah. think it was definitely first collection. People were like, okay, wow, she's doing engagement rings. Yeah. Then it was definitely the La Donna collection. Collection, yeah. which was released in 2014, 15, I think it yeah. was. And it had one of our most popular pieces to date, wow. which is the Vino um, engagement ring. And Beautiful. it's online and now we offer it, you know, with different diamond shapes in the yeah. centre. But that was our, we just became renowned for that yeah. piece. and. And I had people from all over the world asking or purchasing this wow. engagement ring. So that was kind of really pivotal. Another thing was my first influencer that wore a piece of my jewellery was 
I don't know if you know Danielle Bernstein, We Will What? She's a New York fashion oh, yes, blogger. Yes, I do know her. Yeah, so amazing. So at the time, it was when Instagram was just getting its legs. Beautiful. So people would yeah. actually follow. If an yeah. influencer said, hey, follow this brand, they would they follow. They would follow. Yeah. And it was so funny. We sent her a piece of jewelry and it was so expensive for me to make and yeah, to send wow. over. Um, it was quite an outlay. Yeah. And it was this diamond ring and she wore it. And she misspelt my name when she tagged no. me. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And she goes, I know, I'm so sorry. And in those days, I don't know if you remember, uh, you couldn't edit your caption. No way. Back in those days. So she had to, I think she had to end up writing my name, my tag in the comments or something like that. But I noticed oh. this other misspelt Cassandra Mamonia, what it, whatever it was, it was gaining all these followers. And I was like, oh my gosh. Get out. <laughs> but nonetheless. Less. Oh, I know. <laughs> so you took a risk and you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Can Why? you imagine? You oh, spent all this stressful. money, it's your moment, and then she's gone and misspelt my name. Um, but nonetheless, wow. I gained followers from it. Yeah. I I gained, you know, someone went on to someone in New York purchased yeah. that ring. I gained um, international New York clients. So wow. it was it was really um So it did work out in the end. And she loved the ring. Yeah. She wore it on Project Runway. Mm -hmm. I had yeah, I had amazing pictures of her wearing it. So that was another pivotal kind of point. Wow. Of, okay. Yeah, right. where you notice things yeah, kind of really boom. Yeah, yeah. Grow from that. Amazing. Yeah. So when starting your own business and building your own brand, what have been some of the biggest challenges for you and how have you overcome them? Yeah, I think I think with anyone wanting to start a bit a business, the first as soon as I had the thought, I was like, yes, yes. Yeah. You know, I want to do this. And I was I was young. I was early 20s. Yeah. Um, early mid 20s. And I was still living with my parents at the time, yeah. my beautiful Italian parents. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> and um, I just, one of the things I do remember was some nights laying awake going, what if this doesn't work? Yeah. Oh my God, what if I fail? Yeah. What if this, what if that? Um, but the thing about it is you've got to kind of feel the fear and you've got to push yourself to do it anyways. Yeah. And essentially did that and really didn't look back so mm. but there's been a lot of um, challenges along the way one of which was yeah. obviously um, you know going onto a reality TV show and being edited yeah. in in a way that doesn't represent me at all no. and then having to deal with the consequences of that and the mm. um, you know bad Google reviews and things like that and mm. going oh my gosh am I gonna lose everything yeah. I've built from this decision to go on this show mm, and scary. this editing. But because we were already well-established, people knew who I was. People loved the brand, loved yeah. the brand. Yeah. So it, it honestly, I can't actually say that it affected any sales, Good. any clients. Yeah, yeah. Good. It, we kept booming mm. through it and yeah. um, we kept our heads on strong, our whole team. and. They were, I gotta say, they were my rocks during yeah. during yeah. that. And that was a personal challenge that overflowed into the business. Of course, of course. When it's something so big that affects you in such a deep level, absolutely. of course it's gonna bleed out onto your business and everything else in your life. And my business is my name. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's not like it's, yeah. my name's Cassandra Mamoni, but my business is just called Pretty Fine Jewelry. Exactly. You know what I mean? You are the face, you are the yes. name, you are the brand. 100%. Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely another challenge. 
the pandemic as well. So opened my second studio in Victoria, March 2020. Oh, goodness. Went over with my beautiful mother, helped me set up this gorgeous studio, signed the lease for three years. Boom. We go into, we went into a short lockdown. I think think ours was very, we just had restrictions, like severe restrictions, but Melbourne Melbourne has another story. (laughs) Well, Melbourne has now got the award for longest lockdown in the world. So my business has been closed more that than it has been open in Melbourne. Um, And you know, what's really funny about it is didn't like Adelaide was going so well that and I'd Mm. been through such I was going through the adversity while Melbourne was closed so so Bachelor in Paradise was airing middle of 2020 yeah so I had so many other things on my mind that was like the last thing on your mind at the time yeah and and when we were open those small parts when we were open I think um I think we were open from May until ju- about July yep. in Melbourne. Yeah, people were still booking in. Yeah. they were still, you know. So, for all the people that do watch reality TV and do believe what they see, yeah. there's a whole bunch of people that watch it and don't buy into what exactly. they see. Exactly, there's Good. a whole bunch that don't don't watch, watch it and at all. Whatnot. Yeah. So, yep. so yeah, very interesting times. There's been yeah, a few wow. challenges along the way, but we've dealt with them. Yeah, as best we can. Yeah, you, you kind of you grow through it yes so would you say having a good team around you is one of the most important aspects to getting over these challenges 100 percent. yeah 100%. yeah and you do have such a positive outlook on life anyway which would thank you. really help there's those situations so thank you and i think yeah. that definitely rubs off onto my team members as 100%, well of course but when i hire my team you yeah. know i remember when i worked for someone else i thought once one day when I have my own business, I'm gonna hire people that become my friends. Yes. You yeah. know, I'm gonna hire a team where we have fun every day. Yeah. And that is exactly yeah. what we do. And their personalities as well complement mine very much. Yeah. So and it'd be hard to hire someone that didn't mm. you know that didn't get along with all of us yeah. or, you yeah. know, I wouldn't hire someone no. purely based on whether they excelled in a certain area yeah. if they weren't a great fit for the team mm. because then that kind of lets down other aspects in the team. Yeah. So, no, they're phenomenal and... Um, yeah. Yeah, and they've really helped with every Amazing. challenge that's come along the way. I love that. Well, I follow you on Instagram and I see your stories behind the scenes <laughs> and you guys look like you have such a good time. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. I love your, there's one girl in your office that can sing. Yes, that's Cassie. That's Cassie. Yes. And I love that you do the voiceovers and her head just kind of pops out. It's great. You guys got to follow her on we Instagram do. so you can see what I'm talking about. So oh, gosh. cute. So, all right, I got to ask you this question. Yes. But for anyone listening who thinks it's about time to pop that big question to their partner, yeah. what do we need to know about picking the perfect engagement, engagement ring? ring. Oh my who gosh. else do we have to ask? Like, let's get know. all the gods from you. Yeah. Well, something great that we do. So first of all, we are a buy appointment studio. Yeah. So clients that can very, it's very discreet. So if okay. a guy's about to pop the question, it's not like walking into a store yeah. and, you know, her friends could be in the same exactly. mall or something and yeah. see you, you what know. What's he doing in shields? <laughs> <laughs> Who's he buying? Who's he buying for? Yeah. 
<laughs> so the thing about it is um, they can book online and they can come in and we actually go through our diamond sourcing with our okay. clients. Yep. So we go through the kind of diamonds clarity we source yeah. so the diamond colors we source so yeah. we go through a bit of diamond education with our client okay. all our diamonds are GIA certified which is the Gemological Institute of America mm -hmm. one of I think the harshest grading systems in the world so you can't yeah. no diamond is alike to any other diamond okay so if a guy is wanting to pop the question I'd say definitely get to know your four C's and the yeah. diamond quality you're after um, what are the four other, C's the four C's these are your carrot. Yep. Okay, so the weight of the diamond, okay. the cut. Yeah, the cut. The colour. Yeah. And the clarity. Okay. All yeah. Right. I'll these yeah. later. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll write them all down. I'll so, so, slip a list under his pillow or something. <laughs> the things, exactly. So, the things that make a diamond a diamond. Um, yeah. But essentially, we're on the high end of all those things. So, well, you know, mm. when it comes to quality, we prefer yeah. quality of over course. quantity. So, you'd rather a smaller weight diamond yeah. that is white bright beautiful yeah. than something larger that looks dirty yeah. and looks like doesn't catch the eye yeah. so definitely we do a little bit of that jewelry knowledge in the studio mm -hmm. I would also say if he's about to pop the question it's good to know her you know metal metal that she likes does she like okay. rose gold yellow gold does she does he know what you know, diamond she's after. Does yeah. she want a round, a marquee, an oval? There's key things. We get a lot of guys coming in with their girls now. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. which is so they yeah. in, involve them in the process because it is quite a luxury boutique experience yeah. with us. And then, you know, we don't ask any of the personal questions like budget or anything yeah. like that while she's there. Okay. Afterwards, you just get we, the kind of design that she's yeah, after. Yeah, if the guy's feeling unsure, that's a good way. Yeah. You know, if he definitely, otherwise, we do a bang on job anyways. Of that's you would. I guess that's the exciting thing about yeah. coming to an all-female team. We yes. know star, we know diamonds, exactly. we know, yeah, yeah. So we know what the women want. Exactly, <laughs> we do. So. Amazing, I love that. So I want to ask you about your life outside of work. Yes. Um, you eat a plant-based diet and you are very much about holistic health and healing. Tell us more about your lifestyle, why this works for you. How long have you been following this yeah. for? Yeah. And how has it helped you in other areas of your life? Absolutely. So I, when I was 20, I yeah. was diagnosed. I had an ovarian cyst. Okay. They found an ovarian yep. cyst on my... I think it was right ovary, left ovary, whatever. Yeah, one of one of the <laughs> one of the ovaries, yeah. And so, what do they do? They operate. So they yeah. cut into you and they take out what is there and whatnot. After that, they put me on medication that was mm -hmm. horrible and didn't work for me and yeah. made me feel it. It all. If I've ever known depression, it was during that period wow. of time. And so it was following from that that then I was I was put on the pill to stop my periods yeah. for uh, I think it was almost two years that that went on for until someone at my kickboxing class mm. said to me that's not normal no and I was like you know what you're right that's not yeah. normal yeah so following from that I found a really great naturopath mm. um went off of um the pill was yeah. no longer on any medications um did a great detox and and my life has pretty much continued that way. I did the blood type diet yeah. for a little while following, actually for quite a while following that, yeah. you know, where I was eating only lamb and turkey were my okay. only proteins, yeah, wow. like, you know, um, yeah. meat source proteins. Yeah. And, and then when I turned 30, I read an article on the benefits of a plant-based diet mm. and, and 
I did it and I Feel felt amazing. better, yeah. looked better, yeah. eyes were brighter, hair mm. was shinier. Yeah. And I was just You do like, have very shiny hair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say that earlier. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you Sorry, so continue. Much. Thank you. And so I was just like, wow, if all these benefits are happening, this yeah. has got to be this is a really good thing. And so, yeah. you know, I'm 36 now, so I've been doing it quite a while, but there's so much more that I include into my lifestyle from meditation mm. to acupuncture. Yeah. You know, I've just started getting a cosmetic acupuncture. Wow. So I shouldn't say started. I've had it before, but now I'm seeing someone that's specific to cosmetic acupuncture. Wow, interesting. Um, yeah, so it's like your natural Botox. So it doesn't oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Give me their number. <laughs> I will, I will. Um, so, you know, I see a kinesiologist as yeah. well. You know, someone I see someone else that works with acupressure points. So mm. there are a lot of alternative medicines that yeah, I look uh, upon in yeah. my life to... To really zone me out because my mind does go yeah. a million miles per second. Yes. Um, and I think that just comes with starting my business in my mid-20s mm. and um, constantly thinking about it, you yeah. know, after How hours. How am I going to grow? How yeah, is this going to happen? What's, what am I doing next? Correct. Yeah. I remember when it was just purely me and I hadn't built a team yet. Yeah. I would go home from work and still be checking my emails. Yeah, of course. And then it reached one year that I just said, enough's enough. Yeah. because I'm not switching off. I'm not no. getting my downtime. Yeah. So I stopped doing that. I stopped looking at emails mm. after I left work. And now, obviously, I've got a team. I, yeah. I have my Fridays off. Um, so yeah. I've got an Beautiful. R&R day where I go and get massages and oh, good do things you. for me. Yes. So, so I've really built it to a level where... I can have my personal freedoms yeah. as well, but work yeah. isn't work to, to us. We have yeah. too much you fun. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I definitely a plant based diet has assisted in mm. in supporting my health so yeah. that I don't get yeah. sick. I don't have sick days. No. I've got my R and R day every yeah. week, but I, I actually don't have sick days, which is yeah. really great. So, Good. yeah, I'm Beautiful. a big believer in it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely helped you feel helped you to feel healthy and vibrant and happy Absolutely. and you know get the job done really. Because if you didn't have energy and you didn't feel that clarity in your mind you wouldn't be as successful as you are I that's for sure so. yeah thank you yeah so before we finish today this is a question i ask everyone before uh -huh. they go um i would love to know what is one key lesson you have learned on your journey with life and business that you would tell your younger self it would definitely be to use your i know it's a little bit cliche but use your intuition okay. i didn't start really using my intuition until my mid-20s. I called off mm. my wedding. I was engaged. Oh, really? I didn't even yeah. know this about you. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I was engaged and I was just with the wrong person. Yeah. And after... So when I was actually engaged, I was engaged a whole year before I called it off. And wow. every night I was having dreams about my wedding day and crying on my wedding day. So I was having these oh, nightmares wow. literally every night. And I was trying to dig deep and I knew... I knew my body was telling me something. I knew my heart was telling me something. I knew my mind was telling me something. But, you know, you get, you're in this position, you know, Italian parents, I can't let them of down. Course. I don't want to embarrass them. Yes. But I was like, I really have to listen to myself here. And the minute I called it off and, and turned away from that situation, it was like a weight lifted off my yeah. shoulders. And that night I slept like a baby. 
And following from that, every decision I made was guided by my intuition. It was like once you believed in it, Mm. it would continue to get stronger. And it really has. So from my mid-20s to now, I can honestly say that with every decision I make, I use my intuition. And it doesn't lead me astray. It always leads me in the right direction. So that is definitely something I would have told my younger self to if something doesn't feel right, just don't go with it. Yeah. Follow your intuition. You know yeah. what I love about you is the one thing I've got from this whole chat with you is you constantly back yourself oh. and you believe in yourself <laughs> and you are your number one supporter and it's just so admiring Thank because you. a lot of the time, you know, whether it's in business or in a relationship or just in life in general, you we don't listen to ourselves. Yeah. Like we might get a gut feeling or yeah. we might get this emotion. We're like, I, am I genuinely happy? I don't know. But you don't, you know, because yeah. you think, I don't want to let this person down. I don't want to let that down. I told myself I was going to do this. I've got to stick to it, even though I'm not happy. And like, yeah. one thing I've got from you is that you just, you got to back yourself. You got to listen to yourself and you got to be a number one support because if you don't do it, no one else That's is. Real. Yep. Yeah. Exactly so, right. very amazing. I've just got that through our whole chat and oh, it's been so really glad. inspiring. I'm so, so glad. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on thank and you. Thank sharing. You your story and giving us a bit of an insight into your journey throughout the couple of years that have been a little bit crazy (laughs) but yeah it's definitely interesting to hear about and um you know you've come out the other end happy and healthy and smiling and that's all that matters really thank you so much of course so where can everyone find more of you where Um, where can they follow you definitely on instagram so cassandra mamoni yeah 1m in the middle okay 1m (laughs) yeah and then we're obviously online as well cassandramamoni.com which is really great so yes you have to go check out all her designs they are absolutely incredible and yeah just follow everything you do because you're such an awesome person thank you so so much thank you thank you (laughs) so that brings us to the end of today's episode thank you guys so much for listening and i hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you please like subscribe and leave a review on apple Podcasts, and make sure to share us on your stories sending lots of love to you all bye